Welcome to the Center for Congregations podcast. This is a conversation for anyone invested in sustaining and strengthening their faith communities. The Center for Congregations is an Indiana nonprofit that exists because we believe the work of your congregation is essential. Our mission is to strengthen your congregation, helping you find the right information or expertise for your congregation's needs. We're able to do this work because of the generosity of the Lilly Endowment. everyone to another episode of the Center for Congregations podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt. I'm not Matt. That's uh, not my name. It's trying to take my identity now, man? Jeez. <laughs> Apparently. I am one of your hosts, Ben Tapper, and I am joined by the... the hmm, See, now I, you're just reaching, man. I you usually just, have you something gotta lined stop. up. I know. You just gotta stop. I've usually got it lined up. I am joined by none other than Matt Burke. Welcome, Matt. I am the unduplicatable Matt Burke. So you tried to take my name, but I am the unduplicatable. There we go. Cannot be duplicated, cannot be mimicked, cannot be copied. He's unique, one of a kind. And today we are doing something a little different. We're just doing a quick little episode. So this will be shorter than most of our episodes. And we just wanted to take a moment during this mid-season break and reflect on some of what we have appreciated about season four so far. And so, Matt, where do you feel like starting today? What's a reflection that you're holding on what this season has been thus far? Well, just looking back over what we've done, it's been fun to see the number of topics that we've covered. We had Kara Powell talking about youth ministry. We had Dee Gray and Adrian Warren talking about digital ministry. Pastor Wallace Butts talking about empathy. Rob Dyer about congregational attendance. John Swanson talking about managing grief and loss. Sue Park Herr about the AAPI experience. Kirk Byron-Jones talking about jazz, Rosario Picardo about online congregations. So just really a wide breadth, which is one of the things that we do as an organization. One of the things I think we're good at is paying attention to a lot of the topics that congregations need information about. And we deliver that. And I think we did that this season. I think so, too. And that's not even mentioning the bonus episodes and the bonus content we've put in in this season. And so I've been really um, impressed with us, <laughs> hair flip. But I've, I've, I've just been really excited about the diversity of topics and guests that we've been able to feature so far. And two of my favorites have been episode seven with Sue Park Her, Remembering Our History in Order to Heal, in which we unpacked the experience of the Asian American and Pacific Islander community in the U.S. I particularly loved when we got to the point of the conversation and talked about the tension that exists between the Asian American and Pacific Islander community and the black community oftentimes mm. and the history mm-hmm. behind that tension and how it played out you know, during the unrest after the Rodney King ruling and how it is still playing out today. And so I just really appreciated learning as much as I learned from Sue in that episode and the dialogue that came out of that. So that was amazing. And then another episode that I really, really enjoyed was one of our more recent episodes, episode 10, Possibility, Lessons from Jazz. And it was just so fun. You know, we recorded that right after I got back from Jazz Fest in New Orleans. And so it was just a different kind of episode, a different kind of vibe for me, just kind of riffing and talking together with you and and Dr. Jones about what we can learn from jazz and what it means. And so I caught myself having a lot of fun as we were recording that episode. So those are the two that stand out to me. Yeah, talking to Dr. Kirk Byron-Jones is always just a pleasure. He's just such a great conversationalist. 
Yeah, that's one of the things that's been really fun for me is just the conversational nature of some of these episodes. When we talk to John Swanson and we talk to Dr. Jones, just kind of the natural flow of listening to interesting people. I was told once that interesting people are interesting because they pay attention to interesting things. Hmm. <laughs> I find that tends to be true. But one of the big highlights for me also has just been, you know, I think we're living in such an age of change that not only has technology shifted rapidly. I mean, the iPhone, believe it or not, has only been around for about 12 years. And so just thinking about the fact that the iPhone is that new. In fact, I've been watching some old sitcoms that I used to enjoy when I was younger, and they're still using flip phones and brick phones. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird to see that because iPhones and screens are so ubiquitous right now. Yeah. And that's just the tip of the iceberg with change. We're dealing with congregational change due to the pandemic, congregational change due to generational changes between boomers, Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. And just so many shifts are happening right now. And one of the fun things for me is just listening to people discuss their kind of specific corner or expertise around those shifts. Because I think we need to keep our ear to the ground to be constantly learning on a daily basis because we need to be able to learn how to deal with these shifts, especially because they're coming so rapidly. Yeah, absolutely. And to all my millennial friends out there that are wondering why he didn't mention us, he called us Gen Y. I know we don't really recognize that title, but that's how he referred to us. So just so y'all know. Well, in fairness, y'all don't recognize any titles. So yeah, That's right. Damn straight. <laughs> 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 I'm an Xer. I wear that proudly. I still continually point out the Gen Xer white male uniform to my wife constantly on a consistent basis. If you see kind of a middle-aged white male that has some kind of t-shirt with a video game or a movie or some throwback, chances are that's a Gen Xer. So yeah. we're a proud Gen Xers. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But Matt, you make great points as always that the challenges are continue to be there and they evolve in ways. And so as a result... I think getting to hear these interesting perspectives and learn from each other allows us to evolve as well so we can meet those challenges and transform our communities. That's the ultimate goal. And I think each of these episodes not only is speaking to a challenge, but speaking to the opportunities that someone has found in the midst of that challenge and that we can all learn and glean from. And that is what is most exciting about getting to do this work not only the work of the center, but the work of this podcast explicitly is because in every conversation, we not only uncover and unpack the challenges, but potential solutions and potential ways forward. And I love being able to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And as we look forward to the second half of this season, we're going to be kicking off sometime in August. But some of the topics we're going to be covering, we're going to be looking at cultural competency. So what does it mean for your congregation to understand culture and understand different cultures so that we can be there for people who may be a bit different than ourselves? We're going to take a look at lifelong faith formation, also known as discipleship, from a man, John Roberto, who we've had on as an education event presenter a number of times that has just really great things to say about what it means for a congregation to come together across generations to form their faith or to disciple. We're also going to be looking at the life of clergy and educating people on how difficult the life of clergy can be. We're going to talk about congregational innovation, which is going to be a fun thing. We have a presenter who's presented for us before, just finished her doctorate on this very subject, and I promise you that it's not going to be dry and academic because she is anything but dry and academic. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a fun one as well. We're going to talk to Stephen Lewis about leadership. Stephen Lewis is the president of the Forum for Theological Exploration, which focuses on cultivating a new generation of Christian leaders. So he co-wrote a book about leadership, which I'm very excited to talk about. And we're going to have some other episodes sprinkled in, but that's just a taste of what's to come in the second half of season four. 
Absolutely. So we hope you're as excited as we are, or at the very least, just a little curious about what's coming and appreciative about all the conversation that has been had so far. So thank you for listening to this brief segue transitional episode as we just unpacked what's come so far and looked ahead to what is coming up next. Yeah, and we really appreciate everyone who listens. We wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have people who were listening on a consistent basis. So thank you so much for being a part of this. We genuinely would love to hear from you. So as we've talked about what we have covered this year and what we're going to cover, we'd love to hear from you. What topics are you interested in? What things are we missing that are a part of congregational life that you would like to hear more about? And you can reach out to us at podcast at centerforcongregations.org. Ben and I get those emails directly and we respond to those emails directly. So we'd love for you to chat with us. And as always, we want to thank the generosity of the Lilly Endowment for their support, which allows us to do not only the work of the center, but explicitly the work of this podcast. And we want to acknowledge and appreciate the brilliance of our audio editor, Jaden Lee. Thank you so much, Jaden, for giving us your insight, your wisdom, and helping us create this podcast and make it into what it is today. We appreciate you. If you enjoy the podcast and want to help other people find it, we'd appreciate it if you'd give us a five-star rating and review on wherever you listen, most likely iTunes or whatever other platform you're using. Yeah, and follow us on social media. You can find us at Center for Congregations on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you, just like Matt said earlier, and you can connect with us on those platforms as well. So check us out on social media when you get a chance. And we would be remiss not to do our geographic shout out, which has become a staple to end every episode. So today we want to just recognize those that are listening and supporting us all the way from the Lone Star State. To those that are listening in Dallas, El Paso and Richardson, Texas, thank you so much for your support. And we hope to hear from you. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you like. And we want to know if you want more explicitly Texas related content, because I don't know that we'll deliver it, but we'd love to hear that you want that. And we definitely want to know if indeed the stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. We do. Everything is bigger in Texas, so it wouldn't surprise me. But we'd like this confirmed by on-the-ground observation. So once again, thanks for listening, y'all. As always, I am Ben Tapper. And I'm Matt Burke. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, y'all.